Seen one apple, take one. <laughs> Oh, didn't mean to have Jordan on there. But anyways, what's up, everybody? Welcome into Oops Coffee Smoking. And today we have a very special guest. You you just seen one of them just pop up momentarily. Uh, We have Jordan Boucher coming on. She is the dank nutritionist. And give us some munchy tips for uh, all all us fat stoners out there. And I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one. And we have comedian Kevin Doug coming on to grace us with three to five minutes of his Stand up, uh, stand up, stand up routine. Ugh. <laughs> Talking's hard today, apparently. But first, before we get on all that, uh, I'll show you guys what I'm smoking on. Welcome into, I guess, the beautiful weed footage. But we're gonna do things a little different here today. We're just gonna do a weed review, a straight up weed review. I just got back from the dispensary, and puff cannabis company right here. Just got back from the dispensary and got copped a half ounce of some. Wedding Crashers. If it's backwards on the screen, because the way I'm looking at it right now, it's backwards, but I hope it's not in the recording. So who knows? Who knows? If it's backwards, I'm going to read to you anyway, so it really don't matter. So anyway, we got some Wedding Crashers. It is 23.3% THC, and this is a half ounce. It goes, It's on, it was on sale, so it went for 150 a half ounce out the door. Damn! I know. 150 and a half ounce out the door. So, let's bust this bag open. I don't like these bags, so I'm probably going to have to gnaw on it. I, I don't like them. I always change them out of the bags because they're a bitch to get open. This one. Excuse me. They're not easy to open. That's this one. So, I'm probably going to have to use my teeth. I don't want to put a jar in there, so. Still gotta use my teeth, but we're just gonna. X and A, Ziploc bag A. <laughs> and look at this. Great. Look at that. I'll sing to you so it's an background. Well, I will have background music. You're probably hearing it right now, but look at that. Isn't that beautiful? Wedding crashers. I said 23% THC, and we're gonna get the gonna smoke some of this. I'm gonna roll it. I'm gonna fast forward to the part where I get this rolled. So here we are, fellas, ladies and gents. I don't know why I just said fellas, but here we are. Clean this up a little bit. Too shabby here. Nice and green and fluffy. And very fluffy weed. <laughs> weed is very fluffy. And we got, we successfully transferred our half 
I prefer really do not like these plant jars. I don't know why. I've been using these for like a month now. I'm just having went and got a real mason jar with a twist lid. But I don't like these. I prefer the same reason so it just comes off. They're not really that airtight. But weed doesn't last long around here. So I'm not really too worried about the freshness going back. And plus I leave it in the refrigerator. I'm gonna crashing around. Dan, this is supposed to be a weed review, not a jar review. Yeah. Hold on, I need a lighter. Let's burn this bad boy up. It smells good. It smells like it. Now, if you guys are fans of wedding cake, that string, you're gonna love wedding crashers because it's mixed with wedding cake. I don't know what's crossed with, but I know it's wedding cake and something else. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I can't tell you. Sorry. I didn't do my research <laughs> before I got on here. But anyway, wedding crashers, it's mixed. I want to believe it's uh, Calculator Mac. Don't quote me. I believe it's Mac mixed with, uh, crossed with, um, wedding, with wedding cake. But don't quote me, I could be wrong. I hope I'm not, but I do believe it is Mac and uh, Wedding Cake. It's Wedding Crash. Is this a sativa? It's a, well, it's a hybrid. It's a sativa dominant hybrid. It just tastes amazing. Sweet. And if you're not, if you're, if you don't like gassy uh, strains, this is not a gassy strain at all. You're not getting no gas flavor whatsoever. But yeah, this tastes amazing. So yeah, this has been uh, the sub for the beautiful weed footage, I guess. So. This has been uh, the Weed Review. Enjoy the rest of the show, everyone. That's right. It was Purple Punch. I'm sorry. I had, to, I had to correct myself. It was Purple Punch. So without further ado, Jordan Boucher. <laughs> Hi. Thank you so much for having me on. Not a problem. That was my first time doing like a weed review within the, within the show. And it was a lot longer than I expected. So I'm sorry to keep <laughs> you backstage that long. But no, how are you today? totally fine. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm not too bad. Not too bad. Every day is a, every day is a good day. So, yeah, working on it. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So, go ahead and tell these people uh, where to find you and who you are. Sure. So, uh, my name is Jordan Boucher, and I am the Dank Nutritionist. And I, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Um, Instagram is dank underscore nutritionist, but basically all of the social media sites. Um, yeah, so I help cannabis users manage their munchies and lose weight if they want to. Yeah. Yeah. I think every cannabis user out there has a problem with munchies. I know I am one of them. I am guilty. Uh, I sneak, I, if I 
smoke before I go to bed. I'm sneaking downstairs in the middle of the night for my milk and cookies. So, <laughs> yeah, same. I mean, I ha- I get the munchies too most of the time, right? It, it, there's so many factors that can come mm-hmm. into play, like certain strains, your lifestyle. So, like, if you're sneaking downstairs in the middle of the night, I would ask if you're eating enough during the day. Right. All right. But before we get into all these tips and stuff for all these stoners out here, um, go ahead and tell these people, give these people a little bit about your background. Like uh, you're a a registered nurse or dietitian. Sorry, not nurse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm a registered dietitian, nutritionist. I'm in a yoga teacher training right now. Um, I'm a certified personal trainer and I'm a holistic cannabis practitioner and a longtime cannabis user as well. Um, and I actually worked on a farm in NorCal as well for a while. So, oh, like a like a, a, a marijuana growing facility, or was it a facility yeah, or just you, like a big farm? It was like a farm. You, oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so that was fun. Um. So, anyways, so yeah. So, I mean, I'm get the munchies and have a stoner history. And I know it's like, it puts another layer onto weight loss and, you know, how you eat and things like that. So I just want to help people who want my help and who are, you know, in the same lifestyle that I am. Right now. What, uh, with, um, people that do use marijuana for medical reasons and often do have kids, uh, so what would, what would you suggest to them? Like what kind of munchies to stay away from as an adult, but you could also buy that your kids would enjoy. I would say that if you have kids snacks in the house, get them the ones that you don't like. Like if it's like the mini bags of chips or things like that. If you have stuff that you like like that in the house, you're going to want to eat it. So mm-hmm. typically it's like get something for the kids that you don't like and then have your own kind of stash of maybe healthier items um, or then or there's behavioral techniques that you can use if you are going to have those things in the house. Okay. Like asking yourself if you're really hungry, you know, did you have enough water before you go to eat your kids, you and your kids' favorite cereal or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. So there's like, there's, yeah, it's being mindful too. Right, right. now. Um, I know like, I think usually when I go like a heavy indica or something, something along those lines, that's where like the munchies really kick in. Like it's game time. Yeah. Like I can pretty much eat the entire refrigerator and be okay with it. But, but um, it's, I, I do see that if you, if I lean more to, towards the sativa, like I do during the day, mm-hmm. so I'm not like in the couch and all lazy all day. I do lean towards the sativa during the day. It doesn't, I don't find myself as hungry. So do you think like having like the sativa route going that route or like a, instead of like a heavy indica, would like be better for the munchies at night. Yeah, definitely. But the thing that comes into play is that it's at night. So do you want a sativa or do you want an indica if you're trying to wind down, you know, um, 
you could use a sativa and then use an indica like right before you go to bed, like Mm -hmm. find a sativa that doesn't give you the munchies. Um, But more people do find that they get them with like the heavy indica strains. Right. Or like that. Go ahead. Oh, no. But there is if you look, if you live in a state where it's packaged, right, like recreational or medical on the back label, you can look for something called THCV. Mm-hmm. And that is supposed to have more anti-munchy effects. Something like Durban poison okay. would be a, would fall into this category. Durban poison is a very popular, popular strain with the, with the most of the guests that I have on and with mm-hmm. my listeners too. They always say Durban poison, Durban poison. When they go yeah. to sativa, I'm more of a West coast sour diesel person because I like that gassy, that gassy flavor. I don't know why some yes. people say it's disgusting and it makes them sick, but for some reason I love it. So the <laughs> West coast sour diesel is usually <laughs> my strain. I go to for sativa during the day. And that mm-hmm. usually, that usually helps out with the munchies too. I'm not finding myself as hungry at night, mm-hmm. but when I switch to an indica, at night, that's when it decides, okay, we're, we're kicking in. Because I think I'm right. not eating, like you said earlier, I'm not eating enough during the day because I'm busy mm-hmm. and I'm doing stuff and doing stuff. So at night, it kicks in. It kicks in. So. Right. Yeah. I mean, even non-cannabis users, if you don't eat enough during the day or or if you're like, if you're just like having caffeine and sugar all day, right, <laughs> then like. Mm-hmm. But anybody, by the time it comes nighttime, like your body's going to be like freaking out, starving. Like you don't want to take the time, like you're hangry. You know, you don't want to take the time to really make like chicken and broccoli. Even if you had it made, it's not going to sound real appetizing because your body's like, oh my God, I haven't eaten all day and you've got me jacked up with stimulants and sugar, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's going to reach for the heavy, like the higher cal stuff, something sweet or something savory. Um, and you're more likely to overeat than too because you haven't eaten. Your body's like freaking out, like, oh my God, please feed me. Right. So yeah. Right. So like as a as a dietitian, like if you I've heard if you eat faster, yeah, uh, you consume more food because it takes uh longer for your brain to develop that you're that you're not hungry anymore because you're you just keep shoveling and shoveling. Now, what change a change of pace? of eating would that help or no is that just a complete myth no it would definitely help okay it will definitely help yeah because you're giving your body time to tell your brain that you're full uh-huh. um which is exactly yeah what you're saying so definitely slowing down and to do that i've had clients who will set a timer to eat like take mm-hmm. a bite every so often putting their fork down between bites or even using smaller size silverware, like a kid spoon or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. We have, I have a ton of kid spoons that my son does not (laughs) use. So, (laughs) Oh, so there you go. Yeah. yeah, That would work out perfect. Now you, you are kind of, I don't want to say podcasting, but you were dabbling into social media a little bit. I've seen a lot of your videos on Facebook and you have a workshop. Um, Can you go ahead and tell the people about that? Yes. Yes. Um, So I've hosted one. It's just managing the munchies. It's a live talk that I just run through Zoom. I had one about two weeks ago. I'm having another one this Tuesday. Um, 
I will, if anybody's interested, if you just connect with me on social media, I can send you the link that way you can attend. So basically I'm just kind of, you know, talking with people who use cannabis and have questions about the munchies. Um, same thing, like how you've asked, like about what do you do with kids foods, you know, the different strains, things like that, nighttime eating, um, it, you know, a lot of people struggle with the same things, you know, so, yeah. so it's nice to try to get a community going um, and just, and if I, if people like it, then I'll just probably host it like twice a month, just, right. for, you know, you can use the buddy system. Like my fiance says that we should do. She says that if you use the buddy system, if we see some, somebody sla- or eating something, they're not supposed to just slap it out of their hand. Like, it's going to cause a mess. We're going to have a lot of, a lot of cleanup to do. Maybe that'll keep us busy. So we don't eat as much also, but yeah. Use the buddy system. Yeah, guys. <laughs> I, yeah, I w- maybe probably wouldn't recommend that. Anytime <laughs> you start like restricting things or like, I can't have that or like forbidden food. It's like trying not to press the red button. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, that's all you want. So, it, so I hate, like, I don't want to ever tell anybody that they can't have something if they want it, because I know if somebody told that to me, I would be like, no way. And like, super mad. You know what I mean? Right. And to say, this is here, but you can't have it. Yeah, what no way. Mean? No. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you get hangry and you have to get stoned just because you're hangry now. So. Right. And but. it can become a cycle. Yeah. So you have to, it's good to be mindful and um yeah pay attention if as best as you can yeah exactly now you are an avid cannabis cannabis user am i wrong um that's true okay oh uh, are yeah. you more of an edible person or are, do you like to smoke too i like both um okay. but i do prefer edibles i i like more of the body high okay um that they give me and i and sometimes if I smoke too much, like my throat gets all scratchy and stuff. So, um, and I do kind of cycle on and off cannabis too, to kind of lower my tolerance level, um, at times. So yeah. Like a, are you saying like a tea break? Yeah. Yeah. Like how long is our, how long are you, do you go for your tea breaks? Um, it really depends what else I have going on too. Okay. So it, it could be a week. It could be a couple months. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've heard. I went two weeks once, but I wasn't I wasn't just smoking. I just cut wax off, like concentrates. I stopped because of concentrates. I still smoke bowls, but okay. those are my tea breaks. I, I just I moved to a lighter, a lighter dosage, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, that's another way to do it, though. Right, exactly. You know? So, yeah. Uh, we do have uh, another guest waiting backstage. He's going to do a little set for us. You are more than welcome to hang out. And But awesome. before we do so, do you want to give a shout out or tell these people where to find you or even your workshops where they can sign up for those? So the best way is to just uh, reach me on social media. So my name is Jordan Boucher. Um, I'm also known as the Dank Nutritionist. So you can just search Dank Nutritionist, Jordan Boucher. You should be able to find me. That's my handles on social media. Um, so, yeah, that's the best way to get in touch. Awesome. Awesome. And when's your next workshop? Tuesday, 24th. Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday at the 24th. I believe it is 6 p.m. Central Time. 
I think I got it right. But yeah, you're right. You're yeah. totally right. I had to think about that. <laughs> yeah, awesome. I hope to see you there. Yeah, um, I'm definitely signing up. So nice. I will definitely see you there. But bef- awesome. now, uh, be- without further ado, everybody, we do have a comedian backstage. His name is Kevin Doug. So let's get on it. Let's. Hey guys, what's going on? Thanks for having me. Hey, what's going on, Kevin? How you doing? Fantastic. Awesome, awesome. I'm trying to drag you over, but it's not letting me for some reason. There we go. There we go. There we go. Now you're on the big screen. Go ahead and go ahead and do your thing. Yay! Guys, thanks for coming here. Thanks for having me. Um, when people ask me how old I am, I just tell them I used to supervise a blockbuster video. Um I mean, I know what I look like. I look like if if the if the idea of midlife crisis were brought to life by some weird Disney magic, and then immediately fired for being too woke, but like '90s woke. Like I was just thinking one day, somebody should check on Kurt Cobain. Um, I know my look. Like I'm definitely no. I'm the type of guy who can never say the phrase "Hey, little girl," ever. That's my look. Like there's like there could be a car coming down the street with a ball bouncing in the middle of the street. And the most I could say is, hey, you, and hope everything works out. Um I am uh uh me and my brothers, I have a bunch of brothers, and we play this fun little game every Christmas called Who Gets Mom the Best Gift? And um one year, I was like, I'm totally going to win it. This is going to be amazing. I'm totally going to win it. I bought these $350 earrings from Macy's. They cost me $50, but I left the price tag on it because I'm smarty. Wrapped that stuff up, put it on the Christmas tree, and waited for magic. Christmas Day comes around. My mother opens it up. She loves them. She absolutely loves them. Loses her mind. My little brother shows up with his wife with a little tote bag, and she goes, Mom, that's for you. So my mother takes it out. It's a mug. I'm like, ha mug. Look at this kid. Look at this kid with a mug. My mother turns it around with tears in her eyes and it says, stay calm. You're going to be a grandma. That's right. $12.50. And my brother knocked up his wife in one Christmas. Like, that's it. Next year, I'm showing up with two pregnant ladies whose last names I don't remember and two mugs. My mother was not happy that year. Um, she at least got two other places to set. So that was nice. So, um, I'm an uncle. Uh, we actually just had my, uh, second nephew sometime in April. Don't ask me when, cause I don't like doing math on my time off. Like, just tell me when they age up. Tell me when they get to like level five, when they get that special ability where they do whatever the hell I say. Cause I'm their favorite uncle. Like, who do you, who, who does uncle Doug love more? I don't know. Whoever gets me a drink from the fridge first. Um, I, uh, I went to my first, my nephew's first T-ball league and, um, whoever organizes this eight o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. Okay. I get it. I get it that you found God and you're no longer an alcoholic, but the rest of us is still working through shit. Okay. Can we move that to 11 o'clock? One thing you should never do is learn the fundamentals of baseball at a T-ball game like ever. Because if you go do a pickup game with your friends, they're going to call you on all your bullshit. Like, like, why are you running around the bases the opposite direction, hugging every baseman and then crying when you skin your knee? Um, I don't have a drinking problem, uh, contrary to popular belief. Um, 
I, I have a I have a problem with soda. Just sometimes rum comes along for the ride more often than not. Um, that is a uh, that is not an alcoholic joke. That's a diabetic joke. I can say that joke because I'm pre-diabetic. So it's less more of a diabetic joke and more of a futurist joke because I don't like thinking about the future. I'm more of a nowist. I like now. What I'm saying is, why do we have to get rid of my uh, MySpace? Who's been feeding Tom this entire time? If you want my political view, go check out my live journal. I'm Doug Fitzgerald. Get off my lawn. I'm going to go take a nap. That's my time. Wow. Very, very funny. Very funny guy. Everyone go out there and go check out comedian Kevin Doug. He is hilarious, dude. I love the set. It was great. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, how long have you been in comedy? I have been in comedy, I want to say, uh, 2011. So about 10 years, maybe 11. Okay. I think 2011. I started in my 30s. Like, I was 33. I'm 42 now. So actually nine years. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, any any big venues? Um, the Comedy Studio, Nick's Comedy Stop, um, Laugh Boston in Boston, mm-hmm. Comics in Foxwoods, Um <clears throat> the biggest crowd I've had is 900 people on Halloween in Davis Square in Somerville. Oh, nice. Uh, opening up for Rocky Horror Picture Show on a Halloween night does have its advantages. Uh, that's the biggest audience I've had so far. I also, because I tour with Rocky Horror, I do conventions as well, like Comic-Cons and stuff like that. Oh, nice. And those are the most fun because we've got to turn people away. We're like, you need to give us the big room. Just trust us. We're going to need it. <laughs> um but it's just so much fun because everybody's there in costumes and stuff. Yeah. It's really hard for you to feel weird. Right. You would think that because everyone's dressed up like the Rocky Horror Picture Show, you would feel right at home no matter how you're dressed. I went up so. to this. You know, there, was, there, was a, there was a girl. Last, last Comic-Con I was at here in Boston, there was a, a person dressed up as an IG-88, one of the assassins from Star Wars. Uh-huh. Uh, the other assassin, not Boba Fett. Right. And I was like, oh my God, that costume was amazing. No, the um the, sorry, the droid that Alan Tudyk played in um Rogue One dressed up as that. So I was like, your suit's amazing. Can I get a picture? And I hear this squeaky little like child voice go, Yeah, sure. And turns out the guy sitting next to her was her dad. And it was like a 16-year-old girl, which okay, that makes sense. Dad's keeping guard, smart man, good on you. Uh-huh. And but the dad kept he must have been a super proud geek dad because he kept chiming in. And goes, yeah, she did all the lights, the electronics, the PVC piping. Check this work here. Like he was like pointing out the work, and she was like, "Dad, you're embarrassing me. Stop <laughs> it." It's kind of adorable. Right, right. Yeah, that's it, it's, it's adorable. It, it's so good being at the age when you see people my age bring their kids and they're dressed up as like family, like cosplay. Right. It's kind of adorable. Like the like uh family guy, the little yeah. co- that cosplay would be that would be hilarious if I ever saw um, I saw one person dressed up as one of the zombies with a cone from plants uh uh what is it plants versus zombies and the uh-huh. baby the baby was a plant. Oh wow. <laughs> it was adorable and awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But what have you how do you deal with hecklers? Have you dealt with a heckler and like how do you deal with these guys? Because well, I've seen other comedians that love them and other comedians that absolutely can't stand them. 
Oh, one time when I was early on, I couldn't deal with hecklers very well. We don't get them much in Boston. People are too freaking nice when it comes to comedy, which mm-hmm. is weird. You got to go out. You got to go like New Hampshire, like Worcester. You got to go like, you know, pretty much the boonies to get hecklers because they're like, I've been drunk since two and my wife doesn't love me anymore. So I'm hating you now. Like that sort of stuff. But we don't really get that too much in Boston. But when I get them, I like to like bring them into the joke a little bit and then uh-huh. push them back. Like you've had your second, bye bye, see you later. But I like to use them to bridge from one joke to another, right. rather than rather than dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, there was one show where I was doing that, and what I did not realize because it was one of my first times putting together a show and hosting a show is that I was sort of enabling them a little bit. Mm-hmm. The point where the headliner went, all right, this guy apparently has a joke he wants to say. Goes behind him and goes, here you go, sir, and puts the mic right in front of him. I'm sorry, you had a joke you wanted to say. And he shut up for the rest of the show. <laughs> and you know who thought that like, was oh. the funniest thing in the world? His wife. <laughs> like his wife, like, you get, you're getting it out. He's going to get you. <laughs> like, teach me how you did that. <laughs> Let's get him to shut the fuck up. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> right, right. But, uh, all right, yeah. You are also a cannabis user, am I correct? I have two cannabis users on this on this podcast, which is very rare. Yeah, nice, my, nice. my pipe happens to be green screen green. Oh, awesome. <laughs> so you can't see it? <laughs> so you, you can just see, like, smoke. That's great. Okay, yeah, we have to do this. <laughs> like I'm a fucking dragon or some shit. I love it. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. But... I want to thank both of you guys for coming on to the show. This is amazing, an amazing show. Uh, Kevin, if you have anybody you want to shout out, tell these people where to find you. If you have anything to promote, promote it. The next two to three minutes is yours, bro. Um, I don't uh, – right now, I'll, if you want to find me on shows, you can find me on uh, Facebook at uh, Kevin Doug Fitzgerald. Um, you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at, at – uh, bored already, B-O-R-D-A-L-R-E-D-Y. Um, I also am part of a troupe called Quarantine Action Wrestling League that, that premieres on Twitch on 2MB Studios every Thursday at 8 o'clock. That is a wrestling league where we program ourselves in as wrestlers and force them to fight each other. And we, as comedians and actors, shoot promos to go along with those matches. And each match, each match has live commentary done during the Twitch. That's a, that sounds amazing. That sounds hilarious, dude. It's we started it at the beginning of the pandemic, and I, I absolutely love it. I am Jefferman Drug. Um, I have a <laughs> I have a monocle and a top hat. It's great. A monocle and a top hat. It's great. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, but I do. I have not watched wrestling in like uh, we'll say six, seven years now. Because one of my favorite wrestlers decided to leave the industry and he just came back. I'm like, see him punch that. Yeah. Yep. Like he just came back last night. So I kind of like dabbled in it this morning. I was like, I've been dying to ask any rest any wrestling fan out there. Um, was did you see this coming at all? Because I had no clue because I don't watch CM it. Punk has always been wanting to come back to wrestling. He just did not want to deal with wwe and everything always led to that one freaking direction and Uh chris jericho being one of the smartest people on the goddamn planet went 
we've got enough people fired by WWE to start our own goddamn organization. <laughs> and true. we've got connections already with people in TNT. And the it was only a matter of time before CM Punk was like, hey, I'm okay. still around. Wow. Can I join? Like he's going to be, a, he is the, he's going to be the face of that company for years to come. And I feel bad for anybody else that was, was the face because they're blown out of the water now. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I watched him in UFC get his, get his butt kicked twice. So uh, people in WWE, <laughs> the crowds, the fans, they've got to mute the fans sometimes because they in WWE on raw and SmackDown, they will just break out in CM Punk chants. Oh, wow. If the matches are garbage <laughs> uh, on WWE. And now they're doing it in AEW because they have CM Punk. So now whenever the crowd does it on WWE, they get mad because it's advertising for AEW. <laughs> That's funny. It's so much fun. I double screw you. There you go. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Jordan, if you want to give a shout out one more time before we take off, yeah, go ahead and do so. Sure. Thank you. Um, yeah. So Dank Nutritionist on social media and my name's Jordan Boucher and I loved your set, Doug. That was awesome. Thank you, Jordan. You're welcome. You're yeah. welcome. I have to pick, check out your show on a uh, Twitch too. Now, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> it. Now, do, do you, obviously you prefer the live audience uh, other than the, the virtual audience, but virtually how was how was doing stand-up virtually sad sad like sad because like at first we were muting everybody and people just doing their sets to silence uh-huh. and then we were letting everybody on because we were like we want to hear the laughter but then you got to deal with i'm out of thing shut up <laughs> leave me alone jerry put some pants on like all the time Oh, like one time I was drunk at an open mic on Zoom and I thought I had my camera off and I sat down, I was changing my shirt and somebody was like, wow, this place just got a whole lot sexy. We should put some sensor bars. And I looked up and went, oops. <laughs> like, oops. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, everyone go check out uh, 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 Kevin Doug. There we go. Go check out Kevin Doug. I'm laughing so hard. I can't say your name. Check out Kevin Doug over at his, all his links are in the description below. Um, I don't think I have your Twitch link. If you want to drop it to me, I will go ahead and drop it after the show. Um, Jordan, all your links are, all her links are below too. She has a uh, workshop coming up on Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central time. That is 7 p.m. My time, Eastern time. So go ahead and check that out. It's free. So why not? Get your munchies under control. So That being said, I love you guys. Stay up. Peace. Peace. (laughs) Scene one, Apple, take one. Hold on, I forgot to promote stuff like I always do. But, anyways, this is Oops Caught Me Smoking. You can catch me every Saturday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. You can also catch me on The Real Boys every Monday and Friday. And you can catch me on Bet That every Thursday night at 8 o'clock. And if while you're searching the web real quick before all this goes to shame, um, go search 
uh, for oopscaughtmesmokingstore.com. Cop yourself some merch and help support the show. Keep the lights on and everything in here. And next week we have Nima Ali coming on. She's going to talk some cannabis with us and some interesting stuff that she has going on in her life too. So go ahead and check that out. And right back to the outro. Bye. Seen one apple. Take one. Smoking, oh, she got me smoking. It's a motherfucking podcast.